far away, as north as we can go, once stood an enchanted forest. You see an enchanted forest? Yes, it was a magical place, but something went wrong. Since then, no one can get in or out. We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. Won't you come see about me? Not a gotta cut loose, put loose. Don't need money, don't take fame. This is Cheap Seat Reviews. Hello, and thank you for listening to Cheap Seat Reviews, the podcast that explores the Hollywood film industry for the greater good. For the greater good. (laughs) Okay. Uh, I'm so cold, I can't talk. <laughs> I kept waiting for the last word. I kept, you know, I just kept waiting for you to say talk, and because I was, I literally was expecting me to go. Okay, this is episode, and then you would just keep going. You know, like uh, frozen. Oh, I'm frozen in place. Let's just say that in place. Uh, fro- yeah, <laughs> nice. That's good, Sam. This yeah, is it's episode- a little weird tonight, folks. It's just Sean and I. Um, our compadre, our uh, numero tres, is under the weather. Well, which he's he's more than under the weather. He has the flu. He has the um, flu. Yeah. I, so yeah, I <laughs> um, it's been going around up here too. So I'm you know working in the public. God, that just scares me. <laughs> it's just well, it's only a matter of time sometimes. I mean, I, I forced him to do a show where he had no voice, and it was yeah. therefore forced to use his phone as his voice. But it, the man's got the flu. He's in bed. He's, yeah, so, we don't we don't need somebody going. <laughs> yeah, yeah, all of those noises that Over you just podcast. made. Yeah, we don't want that. Um, so, <laughs> so we had a com- we're cha- we're doing a complete audible. Uh, we are not doing Hacksaw Ridge tonight. We're doing something else. Well, what are we doing? Well, we are doing episode two hundred and seventy-seven, and we're going to talk about Frozen Two. Frozen 2, because Sean and I both have kids, and um, while we won't tell you how they were made, we will tell you some of the movies they like. Yes. And I know my girls are uh, into Frozen. Big time. Yes. So you have two girls, two daughters, who yep. are a little bit older than my two. Uh, mm-hmm. Your youngest, I think, is five? Six. Six. So she's younger than my oldest, but just by about yep. a year. Just a little bit. Yeah. Um, my youngest, my daughter is three. So yeah, she loves Frozen, but she likes it yeah. because it's silly and she likes the songs. Yeah. And yeah, she's not. By the way. Yeah. By the way. Oh yeah. Uh, I just want you to know, you know. Oh, hold uh, on, hold on. No, no, I'm, before. No, wait, hold on. We got to do this right. Uh, I am Sean Allred. We're going to do this right. We're oh. gonna, this is still going <laughs> to be a normal episode ish. I am Sean Allred and joining me tonight is Sam Elsa is the fifth element vector. Oh, you know what? I never put those together, but you are entirely correct. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. That's interesting. So, but, but in a way of killing you in this movie, mm-hmm. I would certainly uh, invite you to a picnic um, beneath the dam and then let the rock giants destroy it. Oh, cool. And then I can ride it like a giant uh, surf. <laughs> um, oh, we haven't seen that movie for the show yet. Never mind. Um, no. Yeah, I was going to say, Snake Plissken rides a, a tsunami through the valley of Las Vegas, or Los Angeles in the second yeah. Escape from L.A. movie. Good for him. Yeah, it's great. But yeah, so we're doing Frozen 2, mainly because we've seen it, and I thought it'd be fun to do that movie. So obviously, this is going to yeah. have some spoilers in it. If you haven't seen it yet, um, you know, go watch it and then listen to this one later. Uh but I'll don't I'll, blame us. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, honestly, there's not a whole lot to spoil, really. I don't, I don't think. I mean, I guess I there's some, know. there's some plot points, I guess, that we might say that might anger you. I don't know. The um, 
I'll just say this. When I saw the first teaser trailer for this, the way that this the trailer showed this movie, I got super excited. Because oh, yeah? I kind of liked the first one. I thought the first one was pretty good. I thought it was a little overhyped. I think the music is what made it. The music it... saves the first one. Yeah. The music saves the first one. It really does. Because when you drill down into that first one, oof, it, it, uh, it doesn't hold up story-wise. Yeah, it's a pretty basic story. I mean, and honestly, her parents kind of suck as parents. Uh, you know, right? the, 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 the idea, I mean, she basically grows up her whole life in fear of this thing that she is. And that's and that's a shame, you know. Like, and she, basically, the the message from the parents is, you know, you can't be who you are. You got to hide it. Yeah. And that's that's not the best message to send kids. I don't think. Right. No. I, yeah. And so no. that that I mean, part you got to slap them a few times well, sure. to get them out of that that you know uh, malaise. Yeah. But um, yeah. Yeah. The one thing that the first movie truly does as a message that that I like above some of the other typical Disney princesses is that, you know, the idea of true love isn't always between the prince and the princess. Mm-hmm. And in this case, it's between sisters. And I think that's actually really cool that, yeah. um, that that's what it takes is that, you know, true love thaws a frozen heart. And, and that's what it was in this case. It was a you know a yeah. sister sacrificing herself for her other, for her sister, and I think that's actually. But do you really do you think that's what I mean? Because this was a phenomenon. The first movie was an absolute phenomenon. Yeah. Right. I mean, even even I wanted to go see it because of how much people were talking about it. Even though, you know, my daughter obviously wanted to see it because that that was the first movie I took Lucy to in the theater. Oh, cool. And um, but I I probably wanted to see it even more so than she did. Because of the hype, right? Yeah, I, I think I think I did the same thing too. I think I think actually you saw it with your kids and then said you need to go see it. And I think mm-hmm. I don't think I ever did see it in a theater. I think we waited for video and rented it and watched it with my boy, and he thought it was fine. He likes the snowman. He likes Olaf and all that. Yeah, who um, doesn't? Yeah, I mean Olaf is funny. It's you know it's it's Josh Gad. He's like the mm. the PG version of T.J. Miller. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you, you need you need that role, but you yeah. want to keep it PG. Well, you get him. Uh, if you <laughs> want what he does in Deadpool, then you get him. I mean, I know. Yes, I know he was in How to Train Your Dragon, but yeah. Well, he was in the first two. Then they replaced him for the third one for some strange reason. Really? Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know why they replaced him. Um, Who's he in the How to Train? He's one of the one of the twins. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I'll have to go back and listen. Yeah, he's he's the twin. The girl is Christine. Maybe he didn't have time. Maybe he had, he was doing Frozen stuff. No, no, not Josh Gad. T.J. Miller. Oh, T.J. Miller. Yeah. Oh well, wasn't didn't he get in trouble? I think with he, the Me Too movement stuff. I, I think he might have, or I he, think he did. I don't remember. There was a, there was a sure it was a it was more than just a scheduling reason why he wasn't in the third. Movie. Yeah, yeah, I think it was that. Yeah. So anyway, he was, he was a bad boy. Um. So I guess we need to do other typical uh, episode things like uh, what is Frozen 2? I know everyone knows what Frozen 2 is, but let me do this real quick. Um, uh, boy meets dragon. <laughs> uh, befriends, befriends a dragon that everybody is scared of. Yeah. And um, the dragon can shoot uh, ice out of its mouth. Here's, here's a hot. everything. Here's a hot. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, sure. Uh, I mean, there is an ice spitting dragon in the series. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and uh, in Game of Thrones. Uh, oh, that's cool. I didn't know that. Um, oh, yeah, I did. I, I did know that, but that's fine. Uh, no, um, here's a hot take though. I like How to Train Your Dragon better than neither one Frozen? of these, either one of these movies. Yeah. Oh, I agree. I agree. I just think it's a better story. Um, I love the music though. Well, no, I can't say that because I love the How to Train music. Well, no, um, I mean it, your score and music, score and soundtrack are different. You know, we've talked true, about true, that true, before. True, true. The the score for How to Train Your Dragon is was Oscar worthy. The yep. it should have won that year. It should have. The we song, argue that all the time on well, the show. No one argues against this, which is the problem. It's just yeah, I know people say, "Really, you guys still let it go?" Okay, fine. No, <laughs> but in 
But as far as the score goes for Frozen 1 and 2, the scores are actually really good, but it's the, mm-hmm. obviously it's the, the, the singing parts that, that make them. Yeah. And so Agree. I think um, I think they're good. Though I have, currently I'm humming in my brain the Into the Unknown from Frozen 2 because I was, I, yes. I, I pulled a couple of clips from the trailer and that started playing. I like that song. I think it's good and I like it better Dude. than Let It Go. Honestly, yeah, there was there's a couple songs in Frozen Two that I think I like better than Let It Go. Yeah, I do. Like it caught me at the right time. The freaking Lost in the Woods. Yeah, I I was like jaw agape. Like, oh my god, this is amazing. This is <laughs> this is just perfect. It's an '80s rock ballad. It's so great. We'll, we'll talk about it. Right, they yeah. totally played it up, and yeah. I just oh, I was just cracking up and. And uh, Kimberly turned to me and be like, "What are you laughing about?" I said, yeah. "It's the '80s. This is this is an '80s rock ballad. It's a power ballad. Yeah, yeah, yeah." Um, so, so anyway, IMDb says this about the movie. Again, okay. I don't think I have to do this, but um, just tradition state says that I'm supposed to. Anna, Elsa, Kristoff, Olaf, and Sven leave Arendelle to travel to an ancient autumn-bound forest of an enchanted land. They set out to find the origin of Elsa's powers in order to save their kingdom. Hmm. That's actually one of the better ones from IMDb. That's, that's correct. Yeah. I mean, what can you say? It's actually pretty good. <laughs> so, um, so, okay. So we, we open the movie, right? Mm-hmm. And basically, the... I'm remembering right because it's been a few weeks since I've seen it. Right? How, they they introduce the problem, pretty interesting, interestingly. Right? Yeah. Where the girls are are kind of it's a flashback. Oh sure, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. And um, we got to get a little backstory, a little context. Yeah, we get to hear the parents talk some more. Or the sing the mother sings that beautiful song. Mm-hmm. Um, and um. We we very quickly realized that maybe these folks are uh, are possibly uh, not Tarzan's parents. Well, yeah. So that that <laughs> one was kind of debunked, um, just simply because the the ship crashes is actually not that far away. We we find the ship um, yeah. near there, and, and it's explored. But we don't, so we don't know what happens to the parents. And honestly, I'm thinking they're setting this up for a third movie. You think they'll find their parents? I do. I really do think that they're going to find mom and dad on somehow. Well, She's going to. The, they the never mag- found a body. Yeah, the magic is going to find some way to. to I, I just, I just, I don't know why. Because here's the one thing well, that, or, I, the, or the whole idea of that water has a memory. Yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah. That, yeah. They they play that up a lot in this movie, and then it, yeah. and then it plays out there's a there's a payoff uh, a big payoff for that and the the uh, so there's a couple other little theories that got debunked because of this um that being one of them i'm trying to remember some of the other ones that I, I just can't remember them off the top of my head but the i don't know i'm trying to think like okay so i'm gonna i'm gonna actually i'm gonna reset here just a little bit sam Okay. Yeah. Because right. I, I I wrote my five word review and I want to say it. So did you oh, okay. did you write one? I forgot to ask yeah, you. Yeah. I got a couple here. Hold on. Let me pull them up here. Yeah. So let's let's uh, do our five word reviews and then we'll just keep going and just chat because because this this movie was, was yeah. Uh, Are you ready? Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. All right. My first one is Ice Bender meets Other Benders. Nice. Nice. Okay. I figured you'd like that one. Yeah. Yeah. And then my, my, my other one, which basically is my review, is Great Story with Better Songs. Okay. Yeah, that's good. That was good. So, uh, I, I but spend it, it's, it's so refreshing. The story makes sense. You know? It's, and there's, there's, some, there's some twists and turns in it that, that make it kind of interesting and where the grandfather isn't quite the nice guy that you think he would be. And it's just it's yeah. brilliant. I love it. Yeah, the story's a little bit more... Um, not complicated, but it's more layered, more nuanced. Yep. Um, my son starts asking questions about the movie, like why did the grandfather kill the the leader of the tribe? Mm. And I'm like, well... What would you tell him? I told him it's because fear makes you do things. 
he was he mm-hmm. was scared of those people because they have powers that they have the ability, you know magic, and that scared him. And sometimes when you're scared, the only thing you can think to do is to attack. Yep, you make bad decisions. And so that's what he did. And um, I, I so that that's, that was a really interesting thing. The other part, well, okay. So my quick uh, five word review, just to, to to do it, was really good singing action movie. Your controller battery, your controller died, didn't it? Man, we got to get you a headset microphone that you're not. Yeah, I know. Tell me about it. Can you hear me? Yeah, you're good. All right, say it again. I Re- didn't hear it. Really good singing action movie. Yeah, I'd say. Yeah. Um. So, I love, love, love that they took lore from that part of the world to create uh-huh. the, the four elements. Okay, the 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 water horse is an old Celtic um, belief that the, the Kelpie... I did not know that. Yeah, the, Kel, the Kelpie. There's, um, if you go back farther to the Greeks, uh, Poseidon is who created horses. Okay. Um, and so, and that's why in the whole Percy Jackson series, he can talk to horses. Percy can. Because his dad created the it's horse. Poseidon, yeah. Yeah, and so... It's it's so, so there's a Celtic uh, the Kelpie I think is what they're called, um, and that's what so the so the water water element is represented by this water horse that she gets to tame, which is really cool. Uh, salamander was uh, another Nordic belief that they believe that salamanders were were um, not only born of fire but could like eat it, and were really I wonder why they I wonder why that is. Like, what was it about the animal that caused them to think that? Maybe they were bright red or something. I, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe, like, there was literally a fire, uh, and then one crawled out from under the log or something. Oh, uh, the log. Uh, who yeah, knows? Maybe. I mean, I don't know. I'm making that part up. I maybe you put one in the fire, and then you eat it. Or that, too. And it tastes good. Yeah, it tastes good. Uh, obviously, when maybe t- Maybe they're spicy, maybe. like pepper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Would you like a little <laughs> salamander on your pizza to kind of spice it up? <laughs> oh, gee, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. A little instead of pepper flakes, you have salamander flakes. Yeah, it's good. That's tasty. Yeah, it's, it's gross. Uh, so, um, and then the wind is obviously it's just it's just wind. You know, it's just kind of like yeah. leaves and and whatever. And then the earth is represented by these rock giants, which were really cool. I didn't, I couldn't find anything yeah. that would really tie them to any kind of mythology other than they they did remind me of the giant trolls of Norway. I will say that. Oh, okay. Cool. Um, I know at Disney, back when they had the, uh, the the Norway ride, before it was the Frozen ride, they um, they really played up that troll. And that they look like those trolls. So I'm wondering if maybe that's where it, where it came from. I don't know. All right, cool. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, and then, and then, of course, she's the fifth element. Uh, yes. basically she's the thing that multi-pass. Kind of, yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> when they, they made a moment, there's a moment in the, in the movie where they're looking at the paper, right? She's looking at a, like the map or whatever. And it's, yeah. she goes earth, wind, fire. And they all point to this thing in the middle. And I'm like, <laughs> Oh, it's Lilu Dallas multi-pass. And I <laughs> leaned over to my wife and said, it's the fifth element. And of course she just, <laughs> she just rolls her eyes at me. She's like, it's not the, she's not the fifth element. And then, and then at one point, um, Sarah then looked over at me and said, oh, "Is she gonna be the Avatar?" And so, because <laughs> that would have been actually kind now. Of neat. Now here's the thing: did oh. they did they cheat with that? Did they steal that from Avatar? Well, I mean, I'm I'm, I'm sure the idea of. Uh, you know the, the elements, and there's a being that can control them. I'm sure that's probably been around longer than that show. Yeah, um, I think it would have been stealing if she goes to the place and learns the secret, and then becomes master of all elements. Then, mm. then yeah, I think that might be kind of a little bit too too close to the nose. Yeah, uh, yeah. So like, why yeah. she's the, able? The to... secret director was really uh, Shyamalan. Shyamalan, yeah. So you know why she's. Why, as quote unquote the fifth element, she can control just only frozen things, mm-hmm. frozen ice in its various forms is, um, I don't, it's fine. I, you know, whatever. 
Uh, I don't really, honestly. You, you know what bothered me, though? What? Her trying to get into the ocean, right? When she, she like, running into the waves. Yeah, uh, yeah. It, first of all, I would think her power would be a lot stronger than that. Right? In terms of being able to just kind of create a path of ice in front of her. I, see, I liked, because it's the ocean. It's, yeah. the ocean's cold and unforgiving wild. and wild and dangerous and all of the things that, I mean, it's, it is scary. I mean, it's the ocean's what took her parents, I mean, you know, and frankly, the horse is prevent, doesn't want her to leave. I don't think the, yeah. the Kelpie wants her to succeed and fights her. Yeah. And yeah. But but here's my other problem with that scene. Okay. When the wave kind of goes up and over her and she's running on the ice, Mm -hmm. that slab of ice would have crushed her. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like completely crushed her. Yeah, that's hundreds of pounds of ice there. You're not wrong. Yeah. I didn't. Yeah, whatever. I'm... I'm I'm going on the assumption that if she, for whatever reason, has control over it, then it doesn't hurt her. I guess I don't know. <laughs> Weird. She kind of melds through it when she wants to. I guess that's. She's cool. the the kitty pride of uh, ice <laughs> benders. Yeah, sure. I'm I'm good with that. <laughs> I mean, you know, Toph from um um from Avatar. You know, she was an earthbender. She could do that. She could just kind of suck down into the earth if she needed to. So. Oh yeah. Um, I'm. Obviously, making things up. So the other part that I really loved is I saw a. Um, so Kristen Bell had, was on talk show. I don't know which one, and she had this mm-hmm. really great comment about Kristoff, and it was really really interesting to hear her say that basically her favorite character is Kristoff, and that they wrote him not as the typical prince who has to come and save the day. Mm-hmm. That. He does come and save the day, but, you know, she says something like, I can't remember what she says, but he says, don't worry, our love, my love is not fragile. As if hmm. to say, my, I'm, I don't have a, 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 you know, we're good, right? Yeah. Like, I don't have an ego that you need to worry about. I, I know that, that you're mine or, you know, you're my girl or Aww. whatever. Like, it's very sweet and that... Kristen Bell emphasizes that when he shows up, he doesn't say, I'm here to save you. He says, how can I help you? Because, oh, because, interesting. Because she's, she's the one that's, that needs the journey, right? She's the yep. one that has to be the hero. And he's, he's lost there. Lost in to, the woods. Well, yeah, he's lost in the woods. And um, <laughs> I just, I thought that was really great. Um, yeah. Yeah, well, that was, I mean, that was kind of the big draw on the first one, right? Is that they, they twisted the, the typical fairy tale of needing a man to save you, you know, where it yeah. ended up being the two sisters. And um, I think they just couldn't, they can't backtrack from that. Does that make sense? And I like that they didn't. I like that they kept Anna being very strong. I want my daughters to see that. I want them to understand that they don't need no man, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah, I, I, I'm totally with you. I'm, I'm looking for the whole quote, and I can't seem to find it. It's bothering me. Um, Kristen Bell, Christoph quote. Why can't I find this? Um, this is great radio, I know. I know. It's great. Love it. But, yeah, it, it, it really was kind of one of my favorite things. It keeps showing me the... I don't want to watch the video. I just want to read the thing. Oh, here it is. Uh, the thing. Uh, okay, so Lost in the Woods, the song is about his big feelings for Anna and that little mm-hmm. boys don't often see representation of other boys having big loving feelings. He mm. also has two lines that I love. He asks her when, when the first thing he says is, I'm here, what do you need? He doesn't say, stand back, I've got this. And she said, I stood up when I saw it and I was like, you know how profound that line is. And then at the end, Anna Anna apologizes for something and he says, it's okay, my love is not fragile. So anyway, I just think that's that's really good. 
really, really, really good and really smart of the directors. Here's the other thing I'm I'm kind of curious about, Sam. Yep. Is do you think okay, we live now in an MCU world mm-hmm. where there's there is in a there is a room somewhere where the entire timeline is laid forth. <laughs> do you think it's do you think it's all up on the on the walls like a serial killer's den? I really do. I really do. I think I truly <laughs> believe that somewhere there's a giant wall that has yeah. the the movie, right? And then it has yeah. these are the things that must happen. And then they have little offshoots that we can add into the movie to make it interesting, to create a twist, but ultimately we still need to get from A to B. Right? Mm-hmm. And this long con has been going for f- since Iron Man. Now, obviously, they, yeah. they they'll go on a shoot, and then they'll then they're like, "Ooh, this isn't a good idea." Like in in the Incredible Hulk, we never get uh, a resolution to Abomination or the Doctor that gets the green goo on him. We mm-hmm. never there's never a resolution. There's a couple because we don't have to. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and honestly, that movie didn't do very well. It did better than obviously the. Spike Lee, not Spike Lee, the Ang Lee one, but it still wasn't mm-hmm. very good. So I don't think people cared, honestly, because then Thor came out and people were like, yay, he's hot. So, <laughs> or actually Iron Man 2 came out. So anyway, do you think that that's why at the beginning of Frozen 1 that the music is so weird and different is because they were playing the long con for this movie? Or do know. you just think they're like, you know, that music at the beginning of Frozen was kind of weird. We should find a way to make it work. So let's <laughs> let's have some indigenous type people, and we'll make that their theme. I um, I personally think Disney does so many that they do one offs, right? Mm-hmm. And then the sequels are usually straight to video type of sequels. Yeah, and that was only in the '90s. During was Eisner that did that a bunch of that crap. Yeah, I don't think I don't think they were thinking there was going to be a sequel. Okay. And that was just some melody in their heads that they thought was really cool and sounded kind of foreign and interesting. And yeah, it just, it never makes sense. No, it doesn't. And it doesn't fit with the other music, with anything else in the movie. It doesn't even fit where they are on the planet. Yep. And you know, cause it seems very native, very native American. Yeah, very, yeah, or maybe not Nordic, but yeah, it kind of does sound a little Native American or, um, I don't know, indigenous type people. And then here we are watching a bunch of white people <laughs> cut ice. And I'm like, what are you, this doesn't make sense. This music doesn't fit. Mm-hmm. And it never comes back until the very end of the movie when they kind of tie it into the let it go theme a little bit. Mm-hmm. And so when this movie starts off with it, I'm like, oh, okay, here we go again. But then they, then they do it later in the movie where they have the people they're singing or something, and they're stamp, they're stomping their sticks or whatever. Uh, <laughs> I can't remember why but they're doing it for a reason. I don't remember what the reason was, but they're doing it for a reason. And I'm like, oh, I wonder if that was part of the like the long con the whole time. Yeah. So I I want to give the Disney and the director. You want to give them credit, but I I do. Yeah, I'm not going to in this one. Sorry, bud. No, that's fine. I'm not. I'm not going to die on this hill. I. I don't. <laughs> um, some of the trivia I found. Um, I do have a couple of clips that I got from the from the trailer. Uh, I can play those okay. in just a second. But some of the trivia I got was pretty interesting. Uh, in a flashback, Prince Agnar says he was reading a book by some new Danish author. This is probably an allusion to Hans Christian Andersen, whose fairy tale, The Snow Queen, inspired the plot of the original film. Yeah, I figured that. Uh, Since Elsa, this is actually a funny one, I love this one. Since Elsa was never barefoot in the original movie, the animators didn't bother giving her toes. They had to remodel her feet with toes for the sequel. Oh, that's creepy. Yeah, this is Dude, and you know Quentin Tarantino out there is like, Thank you for making the joke. (laughs) (laughs) oh that's great i'm so glad you went there because i was about to make the joke too i was i was about to say and that is your tarantino trivia of the day (laughs) oh i love it oh love it he's a footman what can you say 
He likes his feet. And now he's going to yeah. do another uh, Star Trek movie with a lot of feet. And they're all going to be walking around sure? the bridge. Are you sure? I thought that was out now. I don't know. Like, it's back and forth, and who knows? I do know that all I type is T-A-R-A, and the third thing that comes up is Tarantino Star Trek. Oh, wow. Uh, and so there's interest in it, I guess. It's just weird. There, the, there hasn't been an update since June. Yeah. Uh, the last one says, or sorry, July. Tarantino really will make a Star Trek. His final frontier is going to make his last one. It'll be a rated R movie. So I, I don't, I don't. I just know. don't know how his dialogue will fit in that world. I just don't know how. The, I mean, anyway, I don't, I don't either. Mm. I, I don't know. I do. Know it's literally that, in the same vein. It would be like Tarantino directing an animated Disney film. Yeah, yeah, or right? just any or DreamWorks or something, but anything like that. Yeah, you're not, you're not wrong. Yeah, it, it would be weird. Um, I do know that the the next uh, Star Trek in the uh, what's called the the Kelvin timeline, uh, which mm-hmm. is the new the new movies. The 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 next one, uh, they have a director. Um, a new director. I'm trying to. It's the guy that directed the new the couple seasons of Fargo. He was like the showrunner oh, okay. of the new Fargo series and Legion. The um. That the, the movie we watched? Not the movie we watched. The FX show oh, okay, about yeah. the, the X-Men people. So okay. uh, I, I actually have high hopes for, for it. And yeah, Noah, Noah Hawley. Noah Hawley, whatever. But it's got the know. whole cast. Uh, apparently Chris Pine, they figured out his... Uh, his, his schedule? His salary. No, he was having a, he was having a salary. He was having a salary dispute. So oh, interesting. He wanted to get paid like a like a big time star because when he did the first couple Star Trek movies, he was still kind of a an unknown a little bit. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, he was the dude from the 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 Princess Diaries too. <laughs> I'm, I'm serious. Like, well, no, what got him famous then? I think the Star Trek movie. No. Oh, well, I mean, uh, okay. His his first right. his first film was The Princess Diaries Two: Royal Engagement, and then he did something called Confession, which I'd never heard of. Um, he did something called Just My Luck. Never heard of it. He did well. He was in Smoke and Aces as somebody. I don't know. Darwin mm-hmm. Trimmer, and then his next film is Star Trek. Have you seen Smoking Aces, by the way? I have not. I need to see it. I do oh, want dude, to. Dude, you got to see Smoking Aces. Because that's also a Guy Ritchie film, isn't it? Yes, it's so good. All right. Yeah, put that uh, on a list somewhere. So he does Star Trek, and then he does something called Carriers. I don't know what that is. And then he does Unstoppable, which is the train, right? Yeah. And then he does This Means War. Is that the one where he gets his foot crushed? Yes, it is. All right. That yeah. part made me cringe. Yeah. He does This yeah, Means War, which was uh, like a rom-com action thingy. Then he does yeah. Rise of the Guardians. He was Jack Frost. And then Star Trek Into Darkness. And then... By Jack, the way, I Jack love Ryan. that movie. What? Rise, Rise of the, the Guardians? Guardians? It is a good movie. It's so... It's gorgeous. It is so gorgeous to look at. Yeah. Yeah. So... The, the funny thing about yeah. that movie is, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> so, about four years ago... Sarah, my wife, buys it and says, yeah. hey, let's watch this at Christmas. I'm like, great. You know, so we get my, you know, my son and we sit him down and I'm on Uh-oh. the couch. And I have very comfy couches. And, you fell asleep, didn't you? Oh, totally. <laughs> I mean, he, he wakes up and he's Jack Frost and he's kind of playing around. And then I wake up at one point and there's a rabbit with some things happening. And then I wake up and then there's a dark... <laughs> Guy who I'm pretty sure was voiced by Matthew McConaughey, I think. I don't remember. And then and then credits. And really every year for the next four years, we would watch it, and every year I would fall asleep until last year I forced myself to stay awake and I was like, Oh, this is actually a good movie. (laughs) Right? It's got a good story and everything. Yeah, Yeah, it's a really sweet and endearing movie. And I felt bad for sleeping through it for like four years in a row. (laughs) 
Oh. Uh, back to my trivia. The the official yeah. teaser. Uh, so that was a fun uh, tangent just off the whole joke about her having feet. <laughs> yeah, that was an interesting rabbit hole. Okay. Yeah. The official teaser trailer was released February 13th, 2019. It proceeded to become, proceeded, sorry, to become the most viewed animated movie trailer of all time with 116,000 views in the first 24 hours. Yeah. Well, that that happened with uh, Snow White, too. Yeah. <laughs> that was the original record holder. Yeah. Right? <laughs> oh, nice. I love that idea. Yeah. <laughs> now, here's something that, did, that actually surprised me. I didn't keep it in the trivia, but it did surprise me is that this only has the third highest opening weekend of an animated movie. At, and I really? say only, I mean, there's 130 million. I mean, that's, that's certainly nothing to be ashamed of. But I, I honestly thought at how big the first one was, that this one yeah. would be record-breaking, you know, in that, you know, because of that. But no. Uh, the number one, well, number two is Finding Dory at 135 million. Any guesses on what the number one is? Of animated? Animated film, highest grossing, uh, opened domestically. So that's the, it's just opening weekend domestically. Um, Lion King? No. Uh, it's no. a, it's a CGI animated. It's a, Toy Story. it's a sequel. Three. Toy Story 3? No, Incredibles two with a hundred and eighty three million. Hundred and eighty three million. And so I'll um Wow. Yeah. Seems pretty pretty great. Anyway, all right. I I do have a couple yep. of clips, so I'll play them real quick. So here we the one How do you get them? Uh it's a trailer. It's from the trailer. Oh, okay. So here's this one. I'm going with you. Anna? No. Excuse me, I climbed the North Mountain, survived a frozen heart, and saved you from my ex-boyfriend. So, you know, I'm coming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thought that was kind of cool. And this was actually kind of a sweet moment in the movie also. I mean, it's, it, again, it's, it's more of the whole, you know, sisters thing. Uh, but I just, I like this part. Me into fire, then don't run into fire. I love that line. It's a great <laughs> line. Kind of makes sense, really. Yeah, no, it's a great line. Um, but then Elsa does the thing where she, you know, like freezes her or puts her in the little canoe and then so she can go off and do the thing by herself. But you know, she she kind of had to, whatever. So mm-hmm. it was, well, I mean, you're annoying younger sibling, yeah. you got to get rid of them somehow. Man, if I had a canoe to put my sisters in and throw them <laughs> down the river. <laughs> I would have done it lickety split. Uh, so I, I have a little uh, three minute interview with my son on the movie. Oh yay! I've been looking forward to this. You want to hear it? Yeah, man. All right, this is my <laughs> seven year old. We did this about twenty minutes before Sam and I started recording, and it was way past his bedtime, oh. and I had to do a lot of editing because he was really silly, and. Um, <laughs> he just thought it was the coolest thing that when he laughed really loud, that the the meters on my computer screen oh would respond. Oh, just peek out. <laughs> he thought that was hysterical. So I don't have it on this recording, but I have saved about thirty seconds of him just losing his mind laughing. <laughs> so all right, here you go. Here's my interview with my son Declan. Once it plays. Well, joining me tonight is a very special guest. It is my son, Declan. Hey, Declan. Hello, Daddy. So, Declan, how old are you? Seven years old. That's right. You've done this before. You were on the show with me a few weeks ago, didn't we? Yeah, we were doing Christopher Robin. That's right. Well, this week we're going to do... Frozen 2. That's right. We saw it a few (laughs) weeks ago, didn't we? Yeah, we saw it in theaters. And it was a good time. And so, did you like the movie? Yes, I liked the movie. All right. Did you, um, what was your favorite parts? My favorite parts were the huge, huge, giant boulder people. Okay. 
and um the the lizard the the fire spirit which was kind of cool because the it was a lizard that caught on fire. All right, yeah. What was your favorite parts? Well, my favorite parts. Um, I got to admit the when Kristoff is singing in the woods when he has his song that was pretty funny. Because it was a very old song. No, <laughs> it's because um, he was singing it like a, a song from the eighties, which I thought was pretty funny. Um, Olaf is funny, right? Yeah, he's funny. He's like, um, he. Why does he name? Well, I'm kind of curious. Why does he name the wind Samantha? I don't know. I think. Uh, I think he just made that up. The actor that was doing his voice. I think he just made that up just to be funny. Oh, okay. Was there anything that you didn't like about the movie? I have to say. When Anna, well, when Elsa goes and walks in fire. Oh, the part where she gets onto her and she says, you Never know. Never walk in fire. Don't, don't go into fire. Don't follow me into fire. And then she says, well, then don't walk into fire. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because they're sisters. <laughs> Why would they yell at each other? Well, you yell at your <laughs> sister sometimes and she yells at you, right? Yeah, she does bother me, yeah. and she, I bother her back. Yeah, so, I mean, it's 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 a love thing, right? You guys still love each other. It's the same, same thing. The sisters, they love each other, and I think they just want to protect each other, right? Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> if you could say that you learned something from the movie, like what was the like the moral of the story, what would you say was what it was? To do the right thing. Okay. Oh, nice. And sometimes you have to uh, tell the truth. Yeah, yeah, lying is never okay. Never do this at, this at home. Right. Never lie. Okay. All right, well, thanks, bud. This was fun. And uh, maybe again we'll do it again on the next movie we get to do. We'll have you on, on the show again, okay? Can we do the Polar Express for the next movie? Maybe. Maybe or, we will. Or we could do the Grinch. Okay. The new, the very, very new Grinch. All right, we'll, we'll see. All right, thanks. Thank you, Declan. All right, that's my son. <laughs> He's awfully demanding. Uh, well, because he because he knows that the podcast is about movies that are streaming, and oh, he yeah. knows that the Benedict Cumberbatch um, Grinch animated is streaming on Netflix. Oh, I don't think I've seen that one. It's, uh, it's I mean, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's yeah. It's. I'm not going to Express my, is scary though. The, like. It, it will give me nightmares. Really? Yeah, dude. The, the dead eyes that they all have. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that movie, creepy. that movie came about three years too soon. Yep. They, they, yep. they hadn't quite figured it out yet. They were a little too confident in what they could do. Yeah, I, 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 I still love the movie. I think we watch it every year uh, as, as a tradition and... There's a lot to about the movie that's that's really good, and you know they extrapolate kind of more life lessons out of the book than are actually in the book for the movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Tom Hanks is doing like multiple parts, which is pretty cool too. But I, you're you're not wrong. The, the eyes are a little weird. The mouths are a little weird. Um, it, like like this is gonna sound strange, but it's like their teeth are floating inside their mouth holes. Yes, it just doesn't look it's, right, dude. It's, it's a little off, but it does not look right. Um, and the only thing that makes it worse is our high def TVs. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, because we have it on Blu-ray, so you put it on Blu-ray on our high def TV, it, it it makes it a little worse. There is a great video on YouTube of um a bunch of s uh. FX guys critiquing uh, movie effects mm-hmm. and they do an incredible just takedown of, of uh, polar express and all the things of why it's such bad animation. Mm, interesting. I so still, it's, it's I fascinating. St- I still think it's a great movie and maybe five or six years from now they'll do mm-hmm. another version. You know, maybe dreamworks will do it. Yeah. Like a big, yeah. like a big studio, like in that, um, that same style of the new Grinch or the, the minion movies, you know, 
yeah, a little more cartoon, a little more stylized. I think that would be okay. I think it could be gorgeous. Well, the book is gorgeous. Yeah, the book has got it's... these really beautiful pastels and whatever. Like my son read mm-hmm. it last night. Uh, we have the special edition that actually has Liam Neeson as the narrator. Really? Yeah. So does he have a special kind of skills? Yeah, and one of them is reading. <laughs> Good for him. Yeah, <laughs> reading is fundamental. It is. It is that. Um, all right. I think I don't know if we have much else to say about this thing. I guess I I didn't play my little sounder for for trivia. So and now for some more bad news. Ready? I felt weird not playing it. We're, but I mean, this episode is yeah. very different than most episodes. Yeah, I hope you guys liked it. It's just. Sean, this is what Sean and I do, by the way. This is pretty much, he'll call me up during the day and we'll go down these rabbit holes we never expect to go down. Yeah, this is actually kind of the onus for the podcast to begin in the first place. This is, yep. you know, hey, because again, we started this show, we're coming up on our sixth year anniversary. And wow. so you have to think about seven years ago, we started the process of doing the show and having yep. an idea and coming up with stuff and and I think that because you got to think about like right now there are like what like eleven million podcasts out there. Mm-hmm. I mean, when we mm-hmm. started six years ago, it's hard to think that in six years because I mean I would tell people I do a podcast, people would be like, "Oh, what's a podcast?" Yeah, but they didn't know yeah. what it is. Whereas now it's like I have a podcast, and they're like, "Okay, who doesn't?" <laughs> you know, it's like like you know what I'm saying it's just oh yep. okay. Well, what's yours about? Well, it's about this thing. Oh, like 10,000 others? Yes. Oh. <laughs> so. It's a defeatist way to think about it, but yeah, it you're, is. Not, you're not entirely wrong. <laughs> no, and, <laughs> and you know what? You can kind of get, you know, a little um, defeatist with the idea that there are, there are literally hundreds of others that do the exact same thing that we do and oh, yeah. frankly do it and, better. Yeah. That have better equipment and you know yeah. better that actually have budgets yeah. because they, they, have, they actually edit. You yeah, know. they do. Yeah, they do editing, and they have like they have <laughs> editors. I mean, the, the music that they have is their intro and outro isn't stuff I stole from the internet. Yeah. Um, I just this is this is the thing that we do for our fun, and I'm just this glad is for that, fun. Yeah, and I'm glad people listen at all. So we'd um, love to hear from you, listeners. We'd love to answer any question you'd have. Sean will answer any question. This is like the greatest game of truth or dare when we don't do dares. So just yeah. ask Sean anything at cheapseatreviews at gmail.com because yeah. we want to interact with you too. Yeah, we do. We want your feedback. We want to interact. Um, I, uh, we want those things. And yeah, yeah. so in the meantime, um, I guess what we'll do – uh, we'll, we'll we'll finish the show out as the as we typically do. We're not going to do a top three. Um, we can do one out of ten if you want. Um, I I'm good either way. All Whatever right. you want to do. Well, then we'll we won't this time just because it's just the two of us. Yeah. And uh, I think we both like this movie a lot. Uh, I yeah. think it's a good movie. I really do. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing it again. Now I will say it was slow in parts. I thought it could could have kept up the pace a little bit, but. Um, it was a good one. It was a good one. Uh, I'm looking to see how much money it's made. Um, Two dollars. I'm not seeing. I'm not seeing that. Oh, here it is. Uh, so far, according to uh, as of November, uh, well, it's almost a billion dollars. Wow. And it's been out in theaters. We're going on three weeks now. Yeah, three weeks. So it's made, uh, according to this, as of a few days ago when it was last updated, where it's at $924 million. $924 million. So it'll it'll hit a billion. That's worldwide. But I think yeah. it'll hit a billion. Um, I think it Are has we getting a, to the point now where that's pretty much a norm? Uh, I wouldn't say with, a norm. With these big tentpole movies. Yeah, well, yeah. I, I think you're right. I think... It's a billion is is now is the goal, mm-hmm. right? Like mm-hmm. it's no longer oh my gosh it made a billion. It's more like that's that's the that's what we expect to hit because yeah. Frozen One made one point two billion worldwide. Yeah. So I I would I would expect that they would want it to to get 
probably that, probably to get, you know, that 1.2 billion because that's what it is. I mean, I'm sure Star Wars, the new Star Wars will do that. Yep. And because that movie is already. Any Marvel pretty much from now, right? Mm, no, I don't think any Marvel because mo- not all of the MCU movies made made a billion. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Yeah, true, true. Because I the because Avengers was the first one. The first Avengers was the first one to hit that that number, and then after that, a lot of them came close. But I think honestly, the the Avengers movies are the only ones that got to a billion. Okay, one, one, two. I don't know if actually Avengers two did. I don't know, but anyway. My, but but to your point, are, by the way, my family we've been watching that now for yeah two and a half weeks. We just cannot seem to get through it. Which one? Avengers or, 2. Oh, really? Like you just keep well, stopping? It's just, we watched half of it, and it's it, the girls usually clamor to finish it, and they just they have not they have not clamored. It was kind of sad. Hmm. So yeah, they'll, they'll come back with Civil War. I mean, obviously, yeah. So yeah, I'll, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. It, that movie is the weakest of the of certainly of the four. Avengers movies, yeah, it's it's fine, but it, yeah, it it made one point four billion that one. Wow. So anyway, yeah, lots of money, lots of lots of money. Uh, that's what it's all about. Is that money, 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 money? Yep. Anyway, money. That's our show. That's gonna do it for us. I'm gonna play this thing here, and we're gonna get out of here, but. Uh, in the meantime, go check out our website, cheapseatreviews.com. Uh, if you want to go back and listen to old episodes, uh, again, I have to manually <laughs> insert the old episodes <laughs> where I'm almost to episode 100. I've almost made it to 100. You can do it. So I think by New Year's, I will have the entire catalog on the website. And then at that point, it's just easy to maintain. Uh Cheap Seat Reviews, uh, Facebook.com slash Cheap Seat Reviews is, of course, how you can interact with us that way. We are on uh, the Twitter, at Cheap Seat Cast. We're on Instagram. I guess you just at Cheap Seat Reviews. Maybe. I guess. Anyway, we're on Instagram. I don't do much on it. I don't know how to. I'm bad at it, but I take pictures of things, I guess. Um, That's the creepiest explanation I've heard in a long time. It's so weird. (laughs) We uh, um, I take pictures of it. I take pictures. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the call to action. Usually, uh, we you know we already implored you to email the show. I I would um or and usually I'll say something like leave us a review in iTunes. You know what? I want you to share the show. Seriously, it's yep. the time. It's this this year is the time of giving. So buy somebody an <laughs> iTunes card right for Christmas yep. and then write on the card cheap seat reviews. So even yeah. though we're free, you know. and then throw it in their face, yeah, and and maybe even stuff it in their mouths to, to where they're choking just a little bit. <laughs> Don't do that. Um, but yeah, so share the show. This is from Cheapsy Reviews. Yeah, do do that. It'll be really great. We really appreciate it. And on behalf of Sam, this is Sean saying thank you for listening. Oh, and a sick Andrew. Can't forget about sick Andrew. This is Sean saying thank you so much for listening and good night.